Hey, you guys. Peace and blessings. Thank you for joining my podcast, Hurt to Heal by R.S. Cole. You can follow me on social media. My business information on Instagram is holistic underscore intentions LLC. On TikTok, I am also holistic underscore intentions LLC. You can also follow my personal social media at I underscore am underscore goddess underscore RS Cole on Instagram as well. Twitter page for the business is in the making. So don't forget to look out for those. The YouTube is Holistic Intentions LLC as well. Go ahead and follow me on all of my platforms, guys, to keep up with everything. I appreciate you for tuning in. Let's go ahead and get into our topic. Hey, y'all, we're back. And thank you for tuning into today's topic. So if you follow me on TikTok, then you will already know why this podcast is about to come about. As a matter of fact, I have a few podcasts that I need to go ahead and do. And I just didn't have a chance to because, of course, I've been a little busy with the uptick in clients. I appreciate all of you. You guys are so freaking amazing. Like, y'all have really, really showed me so much love. And there's just more to come from here. So, of course, I'm hella appreciative. But let's go ahead and get into the topic today. So, of course... Y'all have probably seen me all over TikTok being hella controversial because y'all know I don't give a damn. Like, I don't care what people think. So I'm going to say what I say. If you agree, cool. If you don't, that's cool, too. You know, it's no sweat off of me if you agree with me or if you don't. We can agree to disagree or if you disagree, then all right, cool. But anyway, so the art of detachment. Oh, people are like, what the hell? is the art of detachment and why is detachment even an art like who does that let me explain the art of detachment is accepting what is accepting who people are for exactly who they are and the things that they choose to do within their life understanding and knowing that every single decision that is made is not about you You have to realize that people are going to go through and grow through different phases of their life. Sometimes they will include you and sometimes they won't and vice versa. You are going to go through and grow through different phases of your life and you may not include another person and that is okay. We as humans, unfortunately, for some odd reason are so entitled to think that somebody owes us loyalty, that somebody owes us what we feel we deserve that is not owed to you by another individual that has free will a lot of people don't like to hear that but it's the honest truth stop looking for you in another person just because you wouldn't do it doesn't mean that another person's not going to make that choice for themselves And if they so choose to make those choices for themselves, learn the art of detachment. What is that? Why? Why do I have to detach from people? Why can't they just apologize to me and and I can forgive them and we can move on? Because it's not that simple. It is not that easy, especially if you are extremely emotional. If you lead with your emotions and you are not a person who leads or or thinks very logically, 
in an emotional situation, then you're going to have a hard time detaching because you feel, hey, I would have never done this to you. Why would you do this to me? The simple answer is they made a choice for their life. Now, if that chooses or that has altered the energy within your relationship, and keep in mind, I'm saying relationship as a broad spectrum. This can mean a, a friend, a colleague, a coworker, um, a, a co-owner. You know what I'm saying? So it's just, it doesn't have to always be in a romantic fashion. For some odd reason, we are just bred to romanticize everything and we really shouldn't. So understand when I am speaking of relationship, I'm speaking of everybody and family is included. Y'all already know (laughs) if y'all have been listening to me for a while, then y'all already know what's popping with the whole family aspect. But understand and knowing that they made a choice for their life. Now, if that alters your vision of them, if that alters your emotions of them, then it just does. If they have changed the energy and the dynamic of the relationship that you share, that was their choice to do so. I'm going to repeat it again. Stop looking for you in other people. There are people on this earth that are here to create chaos. And then you have people that are here to balance that out. You cannot have one without the other. And choices that are made by specific individuals is because they were thinking of themselves. I will say again, it's not about you. So if you can, if you have a pen and paper or if you have a really good memory, your notes on your phone or just whatever you're listening to on, I want y'all to write down some questions and I want you to just answer them for yourself. Why does it bother me when someone makes a choice for their life that alters my emotions? Okay, I'm going to say that again. Why does it bother me? When someone makes a choice for their life, that alters my emotions. Okay, that's question number one. Is really, why does it bother you that someone has made a choice for their life? Now, yes, it's going to alter your emotions because, again, that's a blow. Like, damn, I wouldn't have did that to you. Or, damn, that that was kind of jacked up. But at the same token, they made a choice for their life. So what is it that is within you that holds on to the hurt the pain, the anger, and the anguish of what choice they've made. Opposed to saying, you know what? That is what you did. I don't like it. I don't respect it. That's not something that I want to associate myself with. So therefore, our paths no longer need to cross. I just want you guys to think about that. I really want y'all to like really drill down and think about it. And again, you ain't got to answer me. This is a podcast. <laughs> I mean, unless you're going to hit me up on TikTok or Instagram or whatever. Or, you know, this is a question for you to answer. And opposed to thinking with your ego emotionally, really think about it. I don't want you to just be like, oh, because. No, I, I want you to actually sit on that question. 
Think deeper. I don't want no surface level. Y'all know I got the goddess healing going on, um, the healing circle that's on YouTube. So I've been uploading a lot more. I've been a lot, you know, more diligent with uploading to YouTube. Um, a lot of the TikToks that I do because it's just easier. It's already recorded. Um, but I just really want y'all to, to sit on that. To think deeper. Uh, no surface level answers. Don't give yourself the bare minimum. Don't give yourself the basics of what somebody else has given you. Or what they've conditioned you to think. Dig deeper and really, really try to resonate with yourself to understand why it bothers you so bad. Why you cannot let go or detach from someone who has made a choice for their life that has altered your emotions. Now, so many men and women, I can't say women, I have to say men and women, have a hard time letting go of hurt, letting go of pain, letting go of anger, and solely because that's what they identify themselves with. And I've said that before. When you have so many layers of trauma, so many layers of hurt, so many layers of pain, you project those things and you continue to manifest them back into your life. All those layers, because you refuse to shed that version of you, you refuse to shed off and remove that dead skin. It's going to continue to happen and continue to affect your everyday life. This is why the art of detachment is important. Does it hurt? Hell yeah. I'm not, trust me. I'm not trying to sit here and tell y'all that the art of detachment does not hurt. It does hurt. Because again, sometimes you'd be like, damn, I like, I really got to detach from you. And I thought this was more than what it was. If it comes to like a relationship aspect in in a, a sensual manner, you know, well, I thought we were more than what this was. I thought we were better than this. And it happens. A lot of people are like, oh, no, I'm going to be a ride or die. This or that, this or that. But you got to give me something to ride or die for. Like, and where are we going? <laughs> you know, you can't just lead me on a windy road and you're not positive of the outcome. You don't know exactly where it is that you're going. And you want me to ride or die for you? Like, what what are we doing? At this point, there's so many people that want somebody that's going to be ten toes down for them through their ups, through their downs. Now, through your ups and downs just mean that your life has taken different turns. You have elevated and de-elevated to certain frequencies and things have just happened. Okay? Not your dumb ass choices. If you go and you choose to do some dumb shit that gets you caught up, locked up, or killed, why would you want somebody to ride or die for that? And this is everybody. This, again, is not only for women. This is men, too. Because you have some men that are ten toes down for their woman. And she makes some dumb-ass choices. Dumb-ass choices. And get caught up. Now, getting caught up could mean getting that ass whooped by somebody who she didn't expect to get that ass whooped by because she continued to whoop her mouth. 
doing some dumb shit that gets her caught up in a legal matter or really perpetuating and pushing and doing some shit that gets her unalived. Okay. I'm not going to back your stupidity. I'm going to back your logic. If you say, hey, I want to build this business and you're building and you're doing and you're building and you're doing and you make those common business mistakes, especially within those first few years. Okay, you know what? That may not have worked out. Let's move on to something else. Okay, you know what? Cool. That didn't work out. But look, let's let's do it this way. That is what I would ride or die for. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, let's let's do this. Let's elevate. Let's make life out of life. Let's live and not survive. I want to live. I don't want to survive no more. I was surviving when I was in my trauma. I was surviving when I was holding on to my layers of pain. I was surviving when that was the only thing that I could identify with because that's the only part of me I knew was the hurt, the trauma, and the pain. But now that I have shed that version of me, now that I have released those things, I want to live. I no longer want to survive. I want to live. Those are the things that I want to ride or die for. And when you execute a plan, and sometimes things can sound good, and it doesn't go the way it needs to, and that's all right. But when you are deliberately, deliberately doing malicious acts, illegal shit, just dumb things that's going to get you caught up sooner or later, that can get you caught up sooner or later, stop asking people to ride or die for you. No, we have to detach from you. We have to understand you made those choices. That's like if I'm with somebody and they so decide to rob a bank, okay? They robbed that bank. I'm not about to wear that label. You did that shit. You made that choice for yourself. I do not support that. That is not on my same frequency. Therefore, you have to live with your choices. You made that choice. But you making that choice also left me vulnerable. You making that choice also left me alone. You making that choice left me high and dry. But at the same token, I got to detach from that because that was a choice you made for your life. I'm going to move on. I got to move on. I got to sit, meditate, elevate, get myself together and get back on the road that I was on. I can't sit and wallow in your mess. I cannot sit and wallow in your choices and in your decisions. I have to detach from that. I love you enough to let you go. I respect you enough to let you go. I respect me enough to let you go. I love me enough to let you go. When things are not aligning the way they should, there's no point. You you cannot force things that don't fit. That's like trying to force a circle into a square. It don't fit. You can't force these things. If I'm elevating and you're not, if we're not on that same frequency or even close to it to where we can even hear or come to a happy medium or even come to an understanding, agreeing to disagree, there's no purpose. I'm not going to sit and argue with you. I'm not going to go back and forth with you. I don't care about you trying to bring in Tom, Dick, Harry, Susie, Allie, and anybody else that's going to attempt to, to speak on your behalf. That's not my concern. Where my concern is where we're vibing at. 
And as I elevate and you stay stagnant, we can't vibe no more because we don't understand one another. We no longer can see clearly when it comes to the passion that we have individually that no longer matches. I respect you. I love you. But I also respect and love me. And if that means that we have to have a temporary distance or a permanent distance, I have to be okay with that and be grateful for the lesson that I've learned while I had you. The art of detachment is also being grateful and thankful and understanding that every phase in your life, you are going to learn a lesson. You can only meet people as deep as they met themselves. And you're going to only meet people that as deep as you've met yourself. So as you continue to elevate and, and go higher, you're going to meet people that's on that same frequency. But if they excel prior to you, or if you go ahead and excel and they're staying where they are, there's that detachment. It's going to happen. Be grateful and be thankful for the lesson. Learn the lessons in life so you don't have to keep repeating that shit. It is okay to tell somebody, you know, I love you, I do. But it seems like our our energy is no longer matching. It seems like the frequency that we once were vibing on together, we were on two separate radio stations right now. You know, I I love you, I support you. You know, I have respect for you, but it seems like we may need to deal with each other in a different capacity, less than what we deal with each other now, or not deal with each other at all. We have been conditioned to hold on to people so tightly. We don't know how to let go. We don't know how to detach from people. And I'm going to tell you that is a direct, that is a direct sentiment. From trauma bonds and traumatic issues and abandonment issues. Those are direct things that happen. When you feel that everybody in your life has just left you. When you got to a certain point or when they got to a certain point and they just left. And say nothing to you, they just, they just bounced on you. If you got mother issues, father issues. You know, grandparent issues. If you didn't have your mom and father, that's some, that's more underlying issues that you're going to have. And let's be honest here, especially if you're an American, you have parental issues. You have parental trauma. You do. In one shape, form, or fashion. I know I said it in another podcast, and of course, I don't want to be a broken record, but you can 100% live in the same household with someone. You can live in the same household with both parents, live in the same household with your siblings. You and your siblings can have a completely different experience. Even though you were under the same roof, thinking or feeling that you receiving the same love. Because not everybody's love language is the same. Unfortunately, Americans are conditioned to just really do shit one way. And not think outside the box. And that's no shade, but it's just honest. That's something I had to unlearn. I had to unlearn that as a mother. I had to unlearn that as as a former wife. You know what I'm saying? So it was just 
things that I had to realize and understand and come to understand. Your children are not the same. They all have different personalities. They all have different love languages. They all do. I have one child that's a hermit crab. I know that. When he come out and he emerges, we engage, we hug, we talk, we have conversations, and we go from there. I have one child that's just a love bug. Loves to be loved all the time. Wants to be hugged, touched all the time. I have another one that's like, hey, I want a hug from you. I need love from you. I need you right now. Okay, good. I've got what I've needed from you, so now I'm going to go ahead. I have one son that just loves to joke. He's like, hey, let's joke. Let's play. Let's do this. That's his love language. Love language is, is you know, his acts of kindness and, and being funny and, you know, just being relatable. So your your children are going to always be different. The people that you come across are always going to be different. Not everybody has the same love language. And some people have multiple love languages. Some people have multiple personality styles. And that's okay. But you have to discover who you are prior to discovering who someone else is. And when you do make those discoveries, when I tell you that the dynamic of your relationships will change, whether it's your family members, your children, you know, your your spouses, your actual just friends that you hang out with, your acquaintances, your coworkers, all of these things, these relationships, these aspects will start to change for you. Because you're going to see more. But at the same token, still understanding. There is a time, there is a place for everything and for everybody. Time can expire on a friendship. Time can expire on a relationship. This is the time that you had. Be grateful, be thankful, and understand and look at any of the lessons. You have to look at the lessons that you've learned from another person. They were brought into your life for a reason. Some people have been together 10, 20 years and they're like, you know what? Our time is up. Everybody has this this idea, this romanticized idea of everybody is going to be your forever. Once I marry you, it's forever. Unfortunately, When you're on this type of journey, that's false. They've come to you for a reason. They're here for a lesson, whether it's you teaching them or them teaching you. Everybody, for some odd reasons, think that their soulmate and their twin flames is supposed to be a romantic partnership. And it's not. It's really not. And that's another, that's how people kind of mess up. And then guess what? You didn't learn the lesson, so you got to do it over. You didn't get it, so you got to do it over. Yes, we all want to have somebody and and, and be in love and, and be married and, you know, grow old together. And that's cool because you have to make that work. Some people don't like when I say this, but you can create your soulmate. What the hell do you mean by that, Arisco? How the hell can you create your soulmate? Either somebody's your soulmate or you're not. Mm. When you are committed to understanding, to elevating, to learning and growing, both of you, 
and understanding that you both are going to have a certain growing pattern. You're going to have seasons, understanding that you're not going to be the same person you were last month. You're not going to be the same person you were last year. And understanding and getting to know that version of them instead of saying, oh, you've changed. You're not who you used to be. Yeah, because I'm supposed to grow and be more knowledgeable. I'm not supposed to stay the same. If you're not growing, then you're dead. And I want y'all to really think about that. If you and another person are committed to that understanding, and that's where it is, being committed to the understanding. Okay, committing to the understanding of, yes, I'm going to have these different seasons. Yes, these aspects of me are going to change. Yes, my mind state is going to change. There's going to be things that we don't see eye to eye on, but let's agree to disagree and let's continue to grow together. Let's continue to have that united front together. That's that's that key thing of having that united front and that understanding and that growth together. This is why so many people are able to make it so long because they're not looking for, oh, you know, I, I don't who you used to be is who I like. I, I don't know if I like this version of you. That means that y'all just haven't grown together, that you've grown and they haven't. And that's hard. And some of the times, the things that made you relatable, the things that you all had in common may just not be that anymore. You know, their growth pattern could have took a different turn than your growth pattern. And that is okay. That is, and that's where I really want to stress the fact that these things are okay. You can love somebody with all of you and vice versa. And still grow apart. You can love somebody with all of you and still not have the same mind frame or the same likeness that made you all relatable in the beginning. Because as you grow, as these different layers fall away, as you heal, and this is something that was already said, and this is something that, of course, you know, Jeremy Flowers Jr. said, everything, as you heal, some things you may no longer have in common. Having that art of detachment is going to help you with not only elevating yourself, but elevating your relationships, respecting yourself, respecting your value, respecting your worth. Having the art of detachment is, again, knowing, being grateful and understanding, okay, this was a lesson, this was here for me to learn, or they were here for me to learn, and you grow on. Everybody wants to cling to this idea. And a lot of times people cling to the idea of a person. Just because you see something in someone doesn't mean that they see it in themselves. And if they do see it in themselves, doesn't mean that they understand or possess the necessary knowledge, know-how, or skill to even get there. Some people know exactly what they can be. And honestly, they, they choose not to. 
So you, you, you deal with those situations as well. So it all depends on what that particular individual wants to do. But you have to understand and know that all of the choices, all of the, the decisions, excuse me, that are made by another person were made because they wanted to make them. They were made simply because they wanted to make them. I will never, and this is just me, you guys can feel differently and y'all know, I, I welcome healthy debate. I welcome, you know what I'm saying, people to be like, no, I think this or that, just so that we can have a conversation about it. And a lot of times, even having those type of conversations, there's a commonality there. Um, even if we don't agree, we can agree to disagree, but there is some common attributes that we both can say, okay, yes, this makes perfect sense or nah, that don't even make no sense. But it's just when, when you are growing through these things and, and you're, you're dealing with these individuals and you're dealing with these people and you're, you're being grateful and you're doing this and you're doing that. And there's so much that you see in another person and they're like, oh yeah, I know, I know, I know. But again, they're not doing the necessary work to get to where they need to get to for the reason why you fell in love with them anyway, or the reason why you valued that person anyway. This is going to sound real jacked up, but over time, you can place so much value on a person. And in your eyes, that person will start to lose value. That person will start to lose value the more they don't heal the more they refuse to do the work the more they don't love themselves properly which also means they're not loving you properly if they can't love themselves properly in your eyes that individual is going to start to lose value when that individual starts to lose value you will start to lose feelings start to lose those emotions for that other person and it happens and a lot of times people don't understand or know what it is or how to explain it. But that is okay. Not everybody is going to see what they can be. Not everybody is going to embrace what they can be. Let let's let's talk about that part. Not everybody is going to embrace that part of you that is growing. Some people like that old, broken, beat down version of you, that unhealed version of you, because that's what they can resonate with, because that's where they relate to you at. Not only that's where they relate to you, but that's all what, also where they can take advantage of you at. Because when you start to love yourself more, when you start to look at the worth and the value that you place over yourself, not anyone else, but you. You become what they like to call different. The things that you look at, the people you associate with, the amount of time you spend, the things that you talk about, the things that pique your interest, they start to alter. They start to become more of you as you peel back those layers of pain, as you peel back those layers of trauma, as you peel back those layers of sadness to walk out who you are, not what you've been through, not what people have placed on you, not what people have said about you, but you, that depth core area, that part of you that you now have to get to know that you now have to get to love, that you now have to understand. Your skin is skin. 
But your heart is going to be your heart. Your mind is going to alter over time as you grow, as you heal, as you intake and digest different things. All of that stuff, it's never going to just stay the same. And a lot of people that don't care for that, that don't resonate with you elevating, the people that don't resonate with you growing and vice versa, you not resonating with people elevating and you not resonating with people growing. People always say, oh, I don't like change. I don't like change. I don't like change. But that's the only thing that is constant in the world is change. Because if you're not changing and you're not growing, then what are you doing? You're staying stagnant or you're dead. Having the art of detachment makes you understand and realize, you know what? I don't care for this person that you have become or this person that you have become no longer resonates with me or the person that I've become you don't care for or the person that I've become no longer resonates with you. So it is okay to bid you adieu and I love you anyway. You don't always have to dislike somebody to detach from them. You don't always have to have a fight or be pissed off or be angry or something foul happens for you to detach from someone and vice versa. That's not always the case. A lot of times you just don't resonate anymore. You just don't vibrate on the same frequency anymore. And that's okay. A lot of times, you just no longer can understand one another's language, whether that's love language, personality style. You just don't understand one another, and that's okay. I said it so many times, and I'll say it again. It's similar to like a frequency on a radio. As you drive up a hill, you're going to start losing communication. You're going to start losing that frequency, and you're going to have to change to something different. You're going to have to turn the dial. And a lot of people, they're just not on those frequencies. They're not on those radio wavelengths anymore. And that's okay. You know, hey, I understand people grow. Things happen. Your mindset elevates. You look at things in a different manner than I do. And that's okay. We don't necessarily agree or we don't agree on everything. There's no harm, no foul. I wish you the best in life. You don't always have to have a riff to let someone go. Love people enough to let them go. If you can't let nobody go, again, it it continues to be repeated and be said, you have abandonment issues. Not only do you have abandonment issues, you also have codependency issues because you don't feel that you can function without another person. There comes a time when you have to get to know you who you are, it is okay to be single. It's okay. Stop letting society make you think that you have to be laid up with somebody in order to be happy. I can tell you now, I know a lot more people that are single, that are ecstatic, happy, joyous, enjoying themselves, enjoying their lives, than people that are in marriages and relationships. Because when you have to constantly be responsible, when you have to constantly think about another person's emotions, actions, feelings, and all that stuff, especially if you guys are not on the same wavelength and you have been going through your rifts anyway, you still have to consider them. You still do. And not a lot of people are happy about that. 
Some people are. No, no, don't get me wrong. I'm not coming to tell y'all that everybody that's in a relationship or marriage or whatever is unhappy. No, that's, that's not what I'm saying. I said some people who have to really think about, you know, considering that other, other individual opposed to themselves. If you're a parent, you have children, you always know, okay, I have to consider my children's feelings. I have to consider and make sure that they're okay. But there still has to come a time in your life where you put you first. There has to. And that choice and decision that you make is of your own. No matter what. You still made the final choice. The final decision still rests in your hands. Even if you did take somebody else's emotions, feelings, situation, or anything into consideration, you're taking it into consideration. The ultimate choice is yours. So this is why it is very important to learn and understand the art of detachment. To learn and understand that everybody's choices is not about you. It's not going to be about you. Just as your choices are not going to be about everybody. We allow the media, these movies, these fictitious, fairy-tailed aspects of, quote-unquote, what a relationship should be. And really have no clue. Everybody grew up differently. Some people have a different perception of what a relationship is, especially a romantic relationship. Some people have a different perception of how to have a partner or what their partner should and shouldn't do. Those different perspectives have just been shaped to you by the things that you think about, the things you've exposed to, the things that you may have learned along your way, along your journey. And it's different. And if you don't sit down and really have that conversation and you assume because of the stigma that is placed around these labels, you assume these things are going to happen or not going to happen. That is very foolish. Very foolish. You have to have the conversation. Even if the conversation is uncomfortable. But is the conversation uncomfortable or does it just challenge your comfort of what you have grown to know? Do you not want anybody to expand your knowledge of certain things? I see that so much nowadays. And I'll tell people, my, <laughs> I don't make you uncomfortable. My presence challenges your comfort. Because what you have grown to know, the things that have shaped you throughout your years, is now being challenged. And it makes you feel away. But that is not my emotion to own. That is yours. And that is something that you can tell someone else. The things that I'm seeing may make you uncomfortable, but those are the emotions that you must have control over. Those are not mine. I will not own anyone else's emotions. How you feel is how you feel. I can't knock you for it. We can agree to disagree. Or we can just disagree. <laughs> like It doesn't matter. But me still being thankful for each lesson. 
Me still being thankful for shared energy. Me still being thankful for the things that I may have learned from you or the things you may have learned from me. It's a beautiful place to be in life. To have appreciation for all things. And know that a lot of times, some things and even people have expiration dates. Relationships sometimes have expiration dates. It all just depends on what you're willing to do. So I will repeat that you can create your soulmate. It has to do with your and their mindset. Sitting down and having those conversations in the beginning. Having a follow-up conversation. Normalize. And a lot of the couples that come to me for couples therapy... Um, or just, you know, for different understandings and how to just grow together that's lost it. They forget to do check-ins. And I promote that so very heavily for my coupled clients. Do a check-in. You know, things happen. You grow. Your mind grows rapidly within the 30-day period. The things that you're exposed to, the things that you see, smell, hear, All of those things, all of those things grow so rapidly. Normalize having a very serious conversation and sitting down and checking in with one another. Check in with one another's mental health. Check in with one another's emotions. Check in with one another's things of how things in the relationship are going. You know, for my children, and I've said this before, Every month, I ask them, is there anything you want me to start? Is there anything you want me to stop? Is there anything that you want me to continue? So therefore, I can understand, engage where I am with them in their life. My oldest is 17. I still do check-ins and engagement with him. Even down to my youngest, who's 10. Is there anything you want me to start, stop, continue? You know, is there anything that I am lacking in that I have not supported you in over these past 30 days? Is there anything that you are going to venture into that you would like my support in? Or do you need my help with anything? Help and support are two separate things. And people haven't realized that yet. And you have to normalize asking people, do they want your support or do they want your help? Sometimes they don't want your help. Sometimes they just want your support because they want to do it. Normalize those things in a relationship, in a marriage, with your children, with your colleagues, with your friends. Am I giving you what you feel that you need? And if they tell you no, it's not for you to get offended, but it's for you to grow. It is for you to elevate your mindset to where they are. 30 days, a lot can happen. A lot can alter. A lot can go on in 30 days. And I encourage you to do those check-ins with your friends, your family, your lover, whoever. Don't mind my alarm, but, (laughs) you know, 
I want you guys to really do those check-ins. It is going to spare you so much. And it, it will help if you need to detach. And that's only if you need to. But practicing that auto detachment, it'll help you if consistently you all are just not on the same accord. If consistently you all just don't agree with the same things, then someone has grown in a different direction than you. Or you both have just grown apart. And again, this is friendships and you know, and, and romantic relationships. These are all relationships. I hope this helps. I hope you all have gathered or gained anything from this message. And there'll be more. <laughs> Not probably specifically on this, but there will definitely be more. But a lot of the things that I talk about that I've talked about before, you know, come up now. And it's just like, man, I was talking about that. It wasn't nobody listening to me. Like, man, I said that and didn't nobody listen. Man, I went over that. It wasn't nobody paying attention to me. These things happen, though. So, practice the art of detachment. Do check-ins if you want a uh, forever person. <laughs> you know? But in all things... Be grateful for your experiences. Learn your lessons or sit back and ask yourself, what is this trying to teach me? And grow through your process. All right, y'all. Have a beautiful one.